0: What is going on everybody? Welcome to the Uncentered Christian Podcast. My name is Dante Williams and I'm so pumped for the word today. I'm not even going to have some crazy intro. I'm getting straight into the verse. All right, let's get it going. I hope you're ready. Matthew chapter 7 verse 7. This is what Jesus says. He says, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for keep on seeking and you will find keep on knocking and the door will be open to you for everyone who asks receives everyone who seeks finds and to everyone who knocks the door will be opened that's a word right there man that's a word look god wants to bless you this is what jesus is trying to explain he's like yo god loves you he wants to give you everything you ask for he wants to help you find everything you seek God wants to bless you. I love this verse. Who doesn't? Asking you'll receive? Oh, bet, Jesus. i will start praying for everything. You got to tell me twice. Like, like this is the type of verse that I make a background on my phone. You know what I'm saying? The verse that make you feel good. You just plaster it on your background. Post it on Facebook. That's this verse right here. Look, I'm going to be honest with you, okay? Because it's the Uncensored Christian Podcast. I'm going to be honest. Um... If it was up to me, Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, that'd be my Lord's Prayer. Like Jesus, I know you picked the Lord's Prayer for a reason. Our Father that art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Like I get it. That's great, Jesus. But if I if that were me, oh, the prayer i would be praying to the Lord? Ask and keep on asking? Oh, I'm gonna ask for everything. You ain't even gotta tell me twice. Like, I love this verse. And I'll get it all up in my veins. I hear singing worship. All your promises are yes and amen. I hit the remix. Uh. All the answers to my prayers are yes and amen. Like, I love this verse. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love to hear God say, ask, and I'll give it to you. L- like, like, imagine you as a kid and your parents just say, hey, <laughs> anything you want, anything you ask for, I'm gonna give it to you. What on on real? Yeah. No questions asked. I'm gonna give it to you. But, but my, my fear is, is that we'll read this verse and and we'll just read the one verse and it'll sound good. It'll make us feel good. And, And our entire idea of prayer and our entire idea of how God operates is based off this one verse. And we'll get into the habit where we view God as the genie instead of the goal. that was dirty. I'm going to say it again. We'll view God as the genie instead of the goal. And we'll get so enthralled in the idea that God's going to give us everything we ask for that we start asking and asking and asking and expect God to give us presence instead of being in his presence. Mm. And my fear is, is that if we look at this verse for its surface value and we don't dig deeper into what Jesus is saying and meaning is that we'll ask and we'll ask and we won't receive and we'll keep on asking and we won't receive and we'll get upset because we think that Jesus just lied to us because we're asking and we're not getting what we ask for and we're seeking and we can't find and we're knocking on doors and none of them are being opened My fear is, is that we'll get angry with God for something that he never really promised us. See, what happens is, is if we view God as the genie, he's supposed to give us whatever we want. It's almost like we view him. Here's a good example. Y'all ever seen them claw machines at the arcade? I saw them all the time at the bowling alley arcade, the claw machine. Y'all know what I'm talking about where, where you pop a quarter in and it's got all these like plush toys and all these prizes and it's got the big old claw up top and, and, and you start controlling it and it goes and you find what you want and you press the button and it goes and it grabs it and you're like, oh yeah, let's go. And then it brings it up and all it's got to do is just drop it in the drop box. Boop, there's your prize and you're like, yes, let's go. That's how we can view God if we're not careful. and and what happens is well you got like this claw machine where you think you can just pop a quarter in and get a prize but if you ever played this claw machine you'll know that you win or that you lose more than you win (laughs) you'll know that 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 the claw will get the prize and you think it oh heck yeah here we go and it will bring it up and on the way to the drop box it's just just swinging (laughs) and your toy slipping out of his grasp but then right before it gets to the drop box it drop it And now a quarter just went down the drain. (laughs) What God wants us to understand is that God wants relationship. God doesn't want us to just view him as, as the claw game where we can just go to him whenever we want something and he'll give it to us. God wants relationship. He doesn't want you to just come to him when you need a little bit more money. He doesn't just want to be your quick fix, like the guy that you'll run to because he makes you feel good physically, but emotionally you stay scarred. Ooh, come on. He may not give you what you ask for every time. Because if he gives you what you ask for every time, you won't know what to do when he doesn't give you what you want. Mm. Sometimes God wants to see how many quarters will you put into this game? How much faith will you put into me? Because I'm about to give you a gift that's worth more than just a quarter. Mm. But the gift I'm about to give you, I'm giving it to you for free. Because what you didn't know is my son went and played this game before you and he figured out how to beat it. And he went on and he won the prize and he's wanting to get that prize to you. And that prize is called salvation. Ooh, Mm. come on, somebody. God is not a claw machine. He ain't the claw game. But he does want to bless you. But you asking yourself. If God says that all I have to do is ask and I'll receive, why is he not answering my prayers? Why am I not receiving what I'm asking for, Dante? It makes no sense. What we have to do when you read the Bible is you can't just pick one verse that feels good. You can't just look at one verse and assume that the context that you read it in is the context that it was meant to be in. Here's a tip. Here's something that you can learn. When you read the Bible, um, and you see a verse, read the verse before and the verse after. Sometimes you have to read the entire chapter before and chapter after to understand what that verse is truly meaning. Because if we continue on and we read to verse 9 right after verse 7, this is what Jesus says. He says, You parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Might sound like Dr. Seuss. (laughs) Or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask? What's he saying? He's saying that if your children ask you for something good, you're not going to give them something bad. Even the sinful parents, this is what he says, even the sinful parents know how to give good gifts to their children. And so what he's trying to get you to understand is is that you can ask and ask and ask all day. And God wants you to receive, but God loves you so much that he's not going to give you a gift that's bad for you. He's not going to give you an answer to a prayer that's going to end up hurting you or putting you in a position that God does not want you in. And this is where we have to learn the principle called the necessity of no. Nobody wants to hear no. When you hear no, it it seems like an obstacle instead of an opportunity to adjust what you are asking for to God's will. And so when you hear no, sometimes it'll make you feel lost and make you feel like God doesn't care that God's not listening. But here's what I have to say is that God knows best. Now, now, now look, I get it. I get it. Ain't nobody want to hear that. Trust me, the last thing that you want to hear when you're hurting, the last thing that you want to hear when when you're lost, the last thing that you want to hear when, when you expected God to come through but he didn't is that God knows best. Ain't nobody want to hear that. Trust me, I know. But it's true. How do you know? Here's how I know. Is that all the things that my parents would tell me no to when I was a kid, in that moment, in the mind of a child, I would get angry thinking that they didn't want me to have fun or thinking that they were just doing it to get a a good chuckle, a good hearty, hard belly laugh. But but that's not the case. And as you grow older and you gain more perspective, you understand why your parents told you no. I understand why my parents wouldn't let me hang out with certain kids, not because they didn't want me to have fun, but because they knew that the way that those kids were raised and the parents in that household were not upstanding parents that that would give me a good example. There's things that you understand as an adult that you just could not understand as a child. And to to give a further example of this, I decided to do a Facebook survey. And what I did was that I went on Facebook and I said, parents, comment all the crazy things your kids want that you have to tell them no to. And so they did. And a lot of them did. But I'm just going to share with you a few of the funny ones. One of them, their daughter said, That she wanted a baby sister. And then the same daughter said that she wanted her own phone and her own phone number. Seven years old. Wants her own phone and phone number. Uh, no. Oh, here's another one. This one. (laughs) This one funny. This little girl wanted a cow. But she didn't just want a cow to go hang out in the field. She wanted the cow to be potty trained so it could live inside like the dogs. (laughs) Oh, this one funny. 16 year old. If y'all remember being 16, I do. Well, the first thing you wanted, a car because you legal and you can drive. Of course you want a car so you can get away from your parents and go do stuff without them always being around you. I get that. But this 16 year old wanted an iPhone more than a car. The last one funny, this little girl wanted to steal a baby duck from the lake. Now, if you listen to this, you're thinking these things crazy. And of course they are. But but in a, in a children's mind, they don't understand the repercussions for the things that they're asking for like like they don't understand how crazy it is to steal a baby duck from a lake they don't know that when you steal that baby duck now you're doing something illegal but now you gotta take care of the little baby duck you gotta feed it food and, and pick up a little baby duck poop The little kid didn't understand how utterly insane it was to want a cow <laughs> you see what i did there <laughs> utterly they <laughs> don't understand how crazy it is to want a cow and then potty training gotta pick up big old cow dung every time it gotta go doo in your house. They didn't understand that. In the same way that these things are crazy, that these people ask, that these kids are asking for, sometimes that's how God sees us. God up there said, oh, there goes Sheila again asking, that's crazy. She know I can't give that to her. I don't know why she keep asking. Oh, there go Michael. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. what he want. He had no clue. He had no clue how crazy that is. I'm trying to help him out. That's how God sees us when we are asking for crazy things, because God is able to see in a perspective that we aren't just like my parents understood that the things I were asking for could potentially hurt me or put me in a bad situation or weren't good for me. you know, if I want to eat cheeseburgers all day, that's the same way with God. God sees these things when you ask him for something in your mind, it may not seem bad at all but to god he he can see everything he can see in your future he can see the people around you and he may say no not because he wants to punish you but because he wants to protect you god wants to bless his children but he will not give us things that are bad for us and we can't see this no as an opposition we got to see it as an opportunity but here's the cool thing about no the no is a way for us to discern his will. When my parents told me no, and they told me no enough times, I then knew, okay, I'm not going to ask for this because they're just going to tell me no. This is the same way when we ask God for things. How do I know this? This happened to Jesus when he was in the garden. He was in the garden. And he was praying that 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 he didn't have to die on the cross. And he was like, Lord, if you, if at all possible, take this cup from me but not my will, but your will be done. So when God did not answer and give Jesus what he wanted, Jesus then understood that it's because it's God's will for him to die on the cross for us. But we got to keep on. If we get to know, we got to keep on. That's what the verse says. It says, keep on asking, keep on seeking, keep on knocking. Romans 12 verse 11 says this, never be lazy but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope, be patient in trouble and keep on praying. Some of us give up too easy. Some of us take the first no and we just accept it. But Jesus is calling us to keep on. Some of us claim to seek, but give up after the first try. I hear this sometimes, on social media, and people I talked to, they like, "Ah, I don't know about God. I mean, I tried church. What do you mean you tried church? You went to one church one time, and because the music was too loud, or it was too big, or there wasn't enough black people, or or because the the preacher was too loud, all of a sudden you left, and you only gave it one shot." I, I hear this sometimes too. I prayed that God would make me happy, but you continue to stay in the same lifestyle that makes you sad. You, you, you got to keep trying you got to keep on going. I was hoping for fixing my marriage, but after the first counselor you tried didn't help, you quit seeking for other opportunities. I thought this was supposed to be my, my promotion and my job, but you only applied to one place and now you're done knocking on different doors. What we got to understand is that this is a lifestyle change. Keeping on, persistence, chasing after God, this is a lifestyle change. Far too often, we'll treat God like the gas station where we only go like once a month when we need to fill up. And then once we get our fill up, we leave him alone until we get get low again. We can't treat God like that. This this is like we got to keep going to the gas station every day, every single day, even if our take isn't really that low. And what will happen is it'll overflow. That is how we need to live our life with God. He wants a relationship. The last thing, verse 12, this is why I love reading past the first verse because you see so much context verse 12 says this do to others whatever you would like them to do to you this is the essence of all that is taught in the law of the prophets do to others what you want them to do to you that's the golden rule everybody heard this and sometimes it's things like this that just slip over our head and i want us to reflect on something is just a thought experiment how would you feel If God treated you like you treated God, mm, that's hitting deep for somebody. That hit deep for me. How would you feel if God treated you like you treated God? All the times that you didn't have enough time for God. All the times where you you only talk to him once a week when you need something. Imagine if God treated you like that. Because the second that you need God, he's ready to come for you. The second that you need help, he's there. The second that you screw up and and you need forgiveness, God's already there to forgive you. But what if he treated you like you treated him? It's just a thought. I mean, it's just a thought experiment. I'm pretty sure it maybe could open up something in your life. I've had to think of it that way. Because we serve a God that wants to bless us. And God's not going to hold a grudge against us. I'm not saying that, that we could ever match the way that God treats us. It's impossible. He's perfect. He loves us too much more than we'll ever love him. But God wants to bless you. And I wonder how much different our life would be if we pursued God, even just a fraction of how he pursued us. If we gave our time to God in just a fraction that that he gives to us, how much different would our prayer life be? Would you be able to discern his will better if you were in his word? God wants to bless us. And just like any good father God wants to give you all that you ask for, but he will only give you good things. Yo, I thank y'all so much for listening to this podcast. I appreciate it. I hope this uplifts you, brings you peace, helps you see God in a different light. And if you want to listen to any of the other episodes, they all online on either YouTube or on different podcast websites, all in the link in the description down below. I hope y'all have a great and blessed day. Peace out.